Welcome to today's episode. This episode is very specific to the U.S. military, both active duty and retired. If you aren't someone who's affiliated, please share this as a way to support our military. Pass it on to friends and family so that it can go far and wide. If you are someone who is affiliated, please grab a notebook, a pen, and a cup of tea because this episode is going to be a true gift for you and our community. I really wish I'd had this resource back when I was a young military spouse. <laughs> this episode covers insurance for newborns, retirees, active duty, emergency care, special needs adults, autism care, worldwide traveling, and so much more. So grab your tea, grab your pen and notebook, pull up a chair, and let's get started. Is your family a success? Is there even a measure for family success? We think there is, and with a 20-year track record of success, we're going to show you how to bless your family with success in your health, relationships, and finances. I'm Steve Keen. And I'm Katie Keen. And along with some awesome guests, we are going to give you our secrets to family success. Welcome to Family Success Secrets. Welcome, everybody. Today, we are super excited to introduce you to John Lee Ta. He is a retired Naval officer. He's also the founder of the world's largest social media group about TRICARE called TRICARE Around the World on Facebook, which for our audience members who are in the military or have been, this will be very relevant to you. You are going to love this episode. He and his family have been living a nomadic lifestyle around the Pacific for many years, giving them deep insight about using TRICARE wherever they go. Last year, he published a best-selling book, TRICARE Around the World, and they just released a second edition, which has added even more insight and money-saving tips. His book details how to find a doctor in any city or country around the world, the costs and benefits of 12 different TRICARE plans, how to submit claims, and a whole variety of money-saving tips. You can find the book on Amazon. John, thank you for being here with us today. Well, Katie, thank you for that introduction. It's a pleasure to meet both of you, and uh, I've been following your work for a while since we connected online, and uh, I just really admire what you're doing, both as a couple, as parents, and then as advocates within the community. And it's a pleasure to talk with you today. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. So we would love to know about your story because there aren't many people out there really advocating and helping um, families with the military to actually understand their insurance. And it's such a crucial part of life to be able to understand and afford your medical care know what options you have. So how did you get to this place? I would say it was born out of necessity, uh, really. As you mentioned in the introduction, we were living a nomadic lifestyle. Uh, we were in Hawaii for a few years. That's where I kind of ended my professional career uh, in IT project management. Uh, then we went overseas to Japan for a few years. We were living in a very remote area and relying on local health care because we weren't near any military base. And I was in a position where if we had to see a doctor, I, I knew I could do it. It was pretty cheap anyway in Japan. And I could file a claim with TRICARE, but it was painful and difficult and I was really stumbling around. And uh, that went on for a couple of years. Then we moved to Thailand and we got there just when COVID started. It ended up as a long-term stay, which had not been our plan. Uh, but it got me to thinking that if we're gonna be doing this and living overseas successfully as a family, I need to get good at our healthcare because someday something's gonna happen and 
we won't have time to try to figure it out then. I need to know who can I see, how does TRICARE pay for it, these sort of things. So I kind of you know rolled up my sleeves and, and uh, the first thing I did was I tried to look for a Facebook group. I thought, well, there must be one that we can all chat about it. And I searched and I searched and I searched. There was no Facebook group on this at all. Now there's the official TRICARE page, but they're kind of, yeah, kind of a sanitized thing. You know, they say, we'll call us or whatever, but they're not very forthcoming, you know, to, to provide personalized advice. Uh, So I started a group, you know, I was hoping maybe find 50 or hundred like-minded people who are doing this sort of thing. Uh, We're about getting close to 10,000 members now, uh, (laughs) among uh, a variety of different groups that I host, Uh, but all of it focused on TRICARE. And it didn't take a week or two before the really tough questions started coming in. You know, my husband just had a heart attack. We're in the south of France. Uh, My wife needs uh, radiation treatment. We're in Belize. I thought, oh my goodness, I'm not prepared to deal with this. And so I learned and I went through the official sources. I really dug down. I was very, very committed to it. And over a number of years, and this really started about 2019, it all started becoming clear to me. And I started learning how to do it. I organized my thoughts and put it all up on Facebook. And as the community grew, I realized, you know, at our best, we're only going to reach 1% of the military community this way. And the thought came to me that I really need to capture this and put it in a book. And that's when, you know, during COVID, we were locked down in this little town of Thailand that we had never intended to be in. I spent about a year putting our first edition of the book together. And and then just recently here, this is uh, April 2022 now, released the second edition of TRICARE Around the World. Don't you wish we'd had that book when we were young and raising our kids? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Or especially a Facebook group where somebody may be responsive who could, who could, short circuit yeah. and get us to an answer quite quick, you know, Quickly. without having, yeah. I remember. Two very surprising things that I found. One kind of permeates in the general public consciousness. The only healthcare program that people are familiar with is VA. And that's out there everywhere. Everyone talks about VA. VA was in the doghouse for the longest time. And everyone talks about that. And even now, even among our target audience, people get confused on the difference between VA and TRICARE. There is no connection between them at all. And the second thing, because this was the real genesis of my effort, was the Space A community that is flying around the world on military aircraft, either free or almost free, which military retirees are, are able to do. And everyone in these groups would ask about, hey, what do you do? You know, you're traveling in Europe or whatever. What do you do for healthcare? And I would say, well, the TRICARE works, you know. And then nobody believed me. And this went on for like a year or two and nobody believed me. And so that's when I said, okay, I'm just a random guy in a space A group that I don't run this group and no one's ever going to believe me. But if I start my own group, suddenly I'm the expert. And, and, and then we're getting attention. And my goal is to really educate the community. One, your TRICARE works everywhere you go. That's the starting point. And I think we've made a lot of headway there. And then secondly, how do you do it? You know, you roll up your sleeves and learn how. And when you really peel it back, it's not really that hard. What's hard is getting to the bottom of it, get the ground truth. And once you understand it, it's actually very easy to do. Yeah. Is that what you seek to cover in the book? How to get to the ground truth? Or is that a case-by-case basis? The book is almost evolved from that, as our Facebook group has, that I'm seeing the conversation changing. And I don't know if I can take any credit for this or not, but I don't see people anymore talking about, can I use it overseas? Mm -hmm. I see the entry point is, how can I use it overseas? That's the conversation I want to be in. 
okay, because now we can help people. But when they want to fight and argue and say that it can't, it's hard to break through. And that was the state of the art like three years ago, and I don't see that part of it anymore. So the book starts out with this opening phrase, TRICARE is not hard to use anywhere you go. What's hard is learning to use it. And that's what we seek to cover in this book. And then it's just broken down. Who's eligible? What are the plans? What do they cover? What are the costs? How do you find a doctor? Who are you allowed to see? And if you have to turn in a claim, how do you do it? And it's very sequential, almost in that sequence, as I said, walks you through the whole process. What a gift. I spent years having to educate myself and then re-educate myself as things would change and update as we moved from place to place, having to shift from, you know, TRICARE East, TRICARE West, all of that with our children and with all of the different needs that we had, it was very intense. And so I really, I hope that you know what a, what a gift this is to the community that you keep on top of it. And you're there that they can ask you questions. That's really amazing. This is how I spend my day now because the book just published. I was really, really busy, you know, over the last four or five months putting the finishing touches and editing. I had partners for editing and so forth, but that's done now. The book is out and now I'm back focused on the group because truthfully, everything that's in the book, I give out for free in my Facebook page. If somebody wants to join and they have a question, I'm not going to say buy the book and it will tell you. I mean, I mentioned the book but I'm not going to hold back. And so people come with the really tough questions and we tell them how to work through it. That's what I've been doing all morning here. You know, it's only, you know, we're, I'm six hours behind you. So it's still morning here. And I've spent the morning advising people here's about your vision care and, and some mental health issues that have come up. And, and we tell people how to walk through this and get the help they need. Fantastic. So you were out doing space A flying around. And so you're in a population of retirees. Steve and I now are in that population, but we aren't able to use space. However, we understand the gift of having a plan like we have as a retired family. Yeah. You told us that we were fairly unique in the fact that we don't have any other insurance plan, which we didn't know. We, that was a real benefit we knew all along in our career was that as a retiree, the military covers that. So can you speak to the retirees that are in our age category that, or, or above that might be listening going, wait, you mean I didn't need the other insurance from work? <laughs> yeah, that is a revelation to a lot of families. And it's, I find it so unfortunate. It's, it's a disservice to the retiree community not to educate them better on this point. So when I'm not doing TRICARE, I have another hobby, which is kind of chatting and consulting with people on retirement planning. I have no credentials in that field, but I'm retired. I retired at age 58, you know, from my second and my third career. And, um, and so I share these lessons with people. So in the book, I do talk about the financial aspect of this. And I, I saw that you've had guests earlier uh, in, in your podcasts mm-hmm. that talk about personal finance and, and, you know, planning towards retirement, managing family finance. I just find that hugely important. So there's a couple of aspects to it. The one is, you really can't have a solid family financial plan without good health insurance because one accident or one illness can wipe out family wealth in a heartbeat. And that was, I don't know if it still is, but until recently that was the number one source of personal bankruptcy in American society was through medical bills. 
and I'm hoping that gets alleviated. But the second aspect to it is as you're building towards retirement, maybe you're in a second career now following military retirement, you're socking away 401k or whatever you have, that people unnecessarily buy into their employer's health insurance because it's offered, you know, when you get the job offer and they give you a pile of papers and you don't know any better, you just left the military, you're signing these things. Next thing you know, they're taking $250 out every paycheck, you know, twice a month for healthcare. And you use that, it's Blue Cross, Blue Shield, or whatever it may be, just because it's the path of least resistance. And so I do a financial analysis in my book comparing, let's say that you reject your employer healthcare, which probably has higher deductibles, higher co-payments, higher annual cap than TRICARE, okay? That can easily add up to a difference of $10,000 a year. And if you go on a 20-year career after military, that's $200,000, all right? And if you had invested that in index funds and you're compounding every year, I did the math on this, that's an extra $480,000 in your nest egg that you would have had simply by rejecting the employer's health plan. So when I mention all these things, people focus on cost. Okay, there's monthly premiums to be in TRICARE if you're on Prime, you're on Select. Used to have no premium, and now they have one. It's $27 a month, covers your entire family. You know, you got, what, seven of you? $27 a month, Select will cover you all. And then beyond that, uh, the, the monthly premium is not the biggest issue, but it's the one that people tend to focus on. They get very upset about this $27 because two years ago it was free. So they get very upset in the form of protest. They say, I'm not going to join. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who you think you're protesting, but that's what they do. So that's the minor issue. The bigger issue is the co-payments, which can be like $30 for a doctor visit. It's $0 for preventive care. And then really to me, the biggest issue of all is there's a cap, uh, an annual cap on what your spending is. And when you hit that cap, which, which varies by plan and by families for different reasons. But once you reach that cap, you're 100% covered until January 1st of next year. So for a normal, most retirees in TRICARE Select, that cap presently is $3,750 for the whole family, not per person, but per family. If you ever reach that limit, everything else is free for the rest of the year. Okay, well, some private insurance, that cap might be 20,000, 30,000, you got to pay that and may, may have no cap at all. Your deductible might be 7,000, where with TRICARE, it's $150. You know, deductible means this is how much you have to spend before benefits start working. Okay, so TRICARE, you spend $150. If you have any bill more than $150, you start getting benefits from TRICARE. But for some commercial plans, it could be 5,000, 11,000. It depends, you know, what you're into. You, know, you have to spend that much before your benefits start. It makes, makes the coverage almost worthless in, in, to most families. So all of this adds up. And if people would learn how to use TRICARE and understand the rules, and, and really, I know I'm rattling on and on, and it probably sounds complicated, but once you get past it, it's actually very simple. Um, you can start to reap these benefits. Mm. So I heard something that you said, and I want to make sure I clarify from my own understanding, perhaps someone else who's listening. When we talked about the co-pays, I think you said that it was $0 for a preventative type of appointment. Yes. What preventive what care. That? It's a number of different things. I'll break it down. There's well child care, which uh, is for children up to, I think, until their sixth birthday when they turn six. And mm -hmm. so that's a whole host of things. 
that, uh, you know, a normal growing child will get periodic checks for, you know, all vaccinations for adults and children are preventive care. This is the regular like CDC recommended vaccinations, not if, you know, you're going to go travel and you need a special vaccination that would be okay. uh, well woman care which include, uh, include um, uh, mammograms, um, um, a whole host, uh, a pap smear, all this type of thing, and then cancer screenings of various types. And there's one gray area, which I will incorrectly call a physical, an annual physical. That's the wrong term, but I'll put it out there because most people know the term. Uh, a real physical is covered mainly for active duty members only, but a preventive care physical, a preventive care exam which is checking your general health. That is covered. There's even a new crazy name for it now. I'll, I'll look it up while we talk. It's a general health check, you know, something okay. like that. Okay. Uh, that's covered if you use the right phrase, <laughs> you know, if you have to turn in a claim or you see someone. So I was in Thailand before and uh, you can get a physical for like a hundred dollars, but I would go over the top, get the $600 one because it was all a hundred percent covered, very complete all the way down to um, ultra scan of the carotid artery, you know, for kind of stroke prevention care and all types of cancer screening and body mass and very, very thorough. And it wouldn't cost me a dime. They'll do it in the States too, but it would just, obviously it's more expensive. But not to the Not recipient. to the patient. Yeah, to, you know, the bill payer. <laughs> okay. Try. Cool. Uh, but yeah, preventive care, it's it's um, basically cancer screenings, uh, the well woman exams, well child exams, the annual preventive care exam. In general, that, that covers about 90% of it. Okay. Yeah. And when you said monthly cost, $25, $27 a month, I thought, wait, that's that's just for Tricare. That doesn't include the dental cost because the dental yes. insurance is nearly five times that per month, mm-hmm. which yeah. is just mind-boggling to begin with. That small subset mm-hmm. of healthcare could be five times more than everything else under the sun. I, I know that that's probably not your your realm. I just wanted to throw that out so that everybody <laughs> picked up that distinction. You're absolutely right. And it'll be a shock to active duty families uh, because that's pretty much covered on active duty. There's there's three dental programs involved. Okay. One is the active duty dental program, which the active duty member is, and that's 100% free for everything dental. And then there's um, a TRICARE dental program, and that is for the family members of active duty Gosh, I'm sorry. I don't know that it's free or it is very cheap, but it's very, very affordable. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then once they leave, TRICARE itself has no dental coverage at all, dental or vision for retirees. You move over to FedVIP, the web, it's also called Benefits, uh, but FedVIP is the website. That is the dental and vision care for the civil servant, uh, civilian workers in the U.S. government. And a few years ago, they rolled military retirees and their families into that. So it's optional. As you said, you can buy into it. It has a separate monthly fee. There are a number of different programs. They're offered by all the, the great you know, insurers and medi- medical insurance companies. Everywhere. There's Blue Cross, Blue Shield, and Edna, and you know, all the others offer it. And so you kind of have to shop around it during the have an annual enrollment period, compare the benefits. But it's there. And then, like you said, that alone can exceed the cost of medical care for your entire family. So our kids are now, a couple of them, getting old enough that we're having to begin learning about 
how to cover kids that would no longer be under our original plan. And you were telling us some really interesting things about kids who have are now over the age of 18 because there's been so many shifts in, I guess, even federally, how insurance Mm -hmm. is going to run in the last few years. Can you, in the last decade, can you speak to once a family like ours has a kid who's 18 and they have either they're in the military or they are military retirees, what now? Okay. Uh, Yes, absolutely. I can speak to that. The good news is uh, it's not even 18. Uh, It goes up to uh, 21 or even 23 in some circumstances, but 18, actually nothing at all happens. They'll just continue. So let's see, at age, uh, a child can remain on your regular plan, which is either select or prime, uh, it's your choice. By the way, I'll mention that all family members don't have to be on the same plan. They can, each member can pick and choose according to your particular needs, some on prime and select TRICARE Young Adult or um, US Family Health Plan. There's a lot of them out there. Okay, so uh, your adult child can remain on that plan until age 21, uh, but it's age 23 if they are enrolled full-time in college. And uh, that has to be like an accredited institution. Uh, TRICARE would want evidence, usually from the registrar's office, an annual letter to show that, uh, that they're enrolled. That goes up to 23 in that case. So either at 21 or 23, at that point, they're no longer eligible for your plan. They can migrate to another plan known as TRICARE Young Adult, and uh, that will cover them up till age 26. TRICARE Young Adult doesn't need any proof of college enrollment or whatever, but the thing to know about that one, it's not subsidized with tax dollars. Okay, all these other plans, I'm saying how affordable they are. Well, that's because they're subsidized and and we're getting a huge break. But TRICARE Young Adult, there's two variants of that. There's Prime and Select, and they work just like the other Prime and Select, but they're not subsidized. And so rather than paying $20 or $50 per month for coverage, it's up in the several hundreds of dollars, Uh, more competitive with commercial insurance. So what I advise families is don't assume that TYA will be your cheapest alternative. It might be, okay, but get out and shop around. Sometimes universities have healthcare. And then the other thing to know is if your child, your adult child is employed and their employer offers healthcare, then they cannot be on TYA anymore. They they would have to take the employer's care or nothing at all. So, and that doesn't mean they reject the employer's plan and be in TYA. Now, if they're eligible for another plan, then they're no longer eligible for TRICARE Young Adult. So kind of enough on that, but there is one other aspect and uh, very important to your audience, which is for adult children with severe disabilities of, of different types. And if this is documented prior to age 21, and if this condition persists uh, really for the duration of their lifetime, then they can remain on their TRICARE plan for their lifetime. Okay. And once you're gone, that uh, they're eligible to remain. And yes, this takes a huge burden off of a lot of families. So the important thing is um, there's no like catalog of what conditions would qualify or what severity is needed. There are procedures, basically. You get it documented. You submit it to your regional provider, TRICARE East, TRICARE West, and they'll work through it. Uh, That should all be done before the 21st birthday. Uh, to make sure that there's no gap in coverage, and then uh, then that can that can continue indefinitely. So that that's a huge huge benefit. That's wonderful. Yes, that's and tremendous. So for those who are listening in, what type of 
documentary evidence would you need? Just a letter from a physician, a specialist, or something perhaps that is... Uh, there know. is that, and if you would bear with me while we talk, I can look it up. I, I have a kind of a digital version of my book in front of me. But there's, yeah, you, you do start with the documentation from the doctor, but then there's an application form, and uh, that has to go to your provider. Uh, to your regional contractor. So I have a section in the book, chapter two is all about the different types of beneficiaries, all the way from active duty and spouses and former spouses and even dependent parents and in-laws under certain circumstances can, can receive care. Uh, but I have a section on adult children with disabilities. So I'm just looking at it here. I'm not going to get in detail, but it's in the book. Uh, a dependency statement, there's a DOD form to document. You should be providing you know, at least 50% of their care there for their financial support. Mm -hmm. They would have a DOD uh, ID card right? because they're in DEERS. A physician statement that cannot be older than 90 days. And then a statement that either they are in... Medicare Part A, or they're not eligible. And I don't know all the details of how that plays or, you know, who's eligible and who's not, but just be aware that that's in there. And so you're dealing with Medicare. If they are eligible, they should be enrolled in paying for Medicare Part B. And if they're not eligible, you need a statement from Medicare to that effect. So I guess the, the kicker is this um, application form, and I'll, I'll read off the name of it. It's a DD form. 137-5, dependency statement for incapacitated child. And that gets the ball rolling. So because of the complexity of this, you know, I'd say by the time your child is uh, 20, I'd be working on it. At least wow. to understand the application procedures, because that doctor's statement can't be more than 90 days old. So roll up your sleeves, get into it. You know, who knows that the rules will change, you know, you know, a year from now. Uh, but start becoming the local expert on this so that it's all done before the 21st birthday. Yeah, uh, that's good advice. And and for the most part, those those children, if if they have a physical medical record, it's twice as thick as mom and dad's put together. Mm -hmm. And uh over the course of years of those types of appointments and uh, just a word of encouragement to those families who are getting close to that 18th birthday and, and whatnot to, uh, to start ahead of time. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. That. But your book sounds like a great place uh, to find out yeah. to sort of quickly get to the things that you need to start asking about and looking for. Yeah. It's like I had to strike a balance in the book on the one hand, trying to collect all this information and put it in one place but if I drill down to the nth degree, suddenly that book is 600 pages long and nobody yeah. can read it. So in some places, I would consider it a launching point. Here's what you need to know, and these are the things you need to do, but you're going to need to kind of dive in there and, and work through it. The book is something like 222 pages, which is 20% bigger than last year's version. And I struggle with where do I put enough before it becomes too much? And, and I just try to give you the information to, to move forward. So for a couple who's a young military couple who were about to have their first baby mm. and they're probably thinking gosh really didn't seem so important about uh, insurance plans but now we have this new person coming what would you say that they might want to consider before they add their their firstborn uh we're, we're talking active duty or retiring yeah. And it kind of it's the same either way. And this breaks down in some sense between our living overseas and in the States. 
uh, because now you have citizenship issues to deal with. So I actually have a section on that, right? Before the uh, adult children uh, with a a disability, I have a section on newborns. And basically, uh, your newborn is automatically entered into TRICARE uh, from the moment they're born. And this would be if they are in the States, in the region of a military treatment facility, a military hospital or clinic, and their parents are in prime, then the newborn will be in prime. And if they don't meet all of those criteria, then they'll be in select. But either way, they've got coverage. Okay, and that's good for 90 days. And in that 90 days, you've got to get the birth certificate, get it entered into DEERS. And then once it's in DEERS, you can call TRICARE and and report the newborn. And and now if for an overseas family, they have 120 days to get them into DEERS, but still the 90 days to get them into TRICARE, (laughs) that didn't change. Okay. So they, you're okay either way. If you miss those deadlines, there's a period of time when they're not in any plan, but once enrollment is complete, you can kind of retroactively submit those claims and get the money back. But you kind of don't want to do that. I mean, newborn care can be expensive. So basically shoot for the 90 days to get the birth certificate, get them into DEERS, and then call TRICARE. DEERS is not enough. They must be in DEERS to be in TRICARE, but getting into DEERS is not sufficient on its own. Once that's done, you call your TRICARE regional contractor, and there's three of them, TRICARE East, TRICARE West, and TRICARE Overseas. So you'll be calling one of those three and saying, okay, here's our newborn in DEERS, and let's choose a plan. So I, I went through this. I We have a, a little girl. She was born. Uh, we were in TRICARE Prime here in Hawaii, and uh, it was all slated to go to Tripler. There's an Army Medical Center right there, Tripler, all the prenatal, everything was done there. Mom's in labor. I call Tripler. They all say, call. Let us know you're coming. All right, we're coming. And they say, no. Don't. What? <laughs> We're full. We're full. Oh. You're being diverted. And so we ended up at Kapiolani Hospital in downtown Honolulu. And I had always had this plan. I knew this might happen. They'd warned me as I better go scope out Kapiolani so I know what to do. And I never did. So here it is at Honolulu rush hour. We're taking our, our little girl into Kapiolani. And well, they took great care of it. Got everyone in there. And, uh, and it was all fine. But then that hospital issues kind of their local birth certificate, which is not the real legal binding one. But I take that to the city. They issue the real birth certificate. You take that to the Deer's office, which is at Tripler. They put her into the system. There's a glitch in the system. All the birthdays are off by one day. And I didn't want to go any further until they got that fixed. So we got this one, because I know that would last the rest of her life. She'll never fix that discrepancy. So we worked that, got this one day bug out of the system, got her birthday correct. And then we called TRICARE and got her into the system. And that whole process was less than 30 days. So so it was all good. You know, you're looking at it. For families overseas, there's an extra step. Now you got to go to your local embassy or consulate and get a statement, U.S. birth abroad basically is something like yeah, that. Yeah, we did that. Yeah, you get a consulate statement and then you can get, get them into DEERS. So that's, that's fantastic. Fantastic yeah. information because it's always very overwhelming <laughs> when you're you know that young new parent. And I have a few yeah. a few friends, one very special family member, they're about to have their first in their active duty. So this will be really helpful for them. Yeah. Yeah. Mark that spot on your uh, podcast there. Because, yeah. uh, you know, there's other things. This is well beyond our scope here, but social security, you, know, you don't need a social security number to enter the child into DEERS. 
what you do to file them on taxes and get claimed for it. Yeah. Okay. And so here says, okay, we'll put you in, but once you get that social security number, which will take, you know, no more than 365 days, come back to Deers and put that number in. And again, you know, do that because you're saving this child great complication when they grow up and they're at college and suddenly there's no social security number. You don't yeah. want to deal with it 18 years later. So just take care of it now. Yeah, that's great advice. Can we switch gears then? So let's kind of go to a, a different topic about what if so we have lots and lots and lots and lots of military bases throughout the continental United States. What if you're a person either active or retired, whether on prime or select, and you're vacationing, you're out of state and you're away, way away from your home base. Do you seek out the military installations if you need medical care or you can just pop into wherever you are? I know that's very much location dependent, but if you're a person who's out in, I don't know, let's say you're in Arizona or someplace and you're in a remote part, West Texas or whatever, do you think, well, I've got to go 400 miles to get to the next military base or do I just go to this other thing? Is there a way that you triage that? Is there a way that you have to think about that, whether you're on active or retired or how do you go about that if you're- No, it's a great question. And I'll tell you, I treat this in, in the book to some degree. The most heartbreaking thing that I see in our Facebook group is a new member joins. We let them in and find out they're in this exact situation, but it's a crisis. Someone is really hurt or someone is really, really sick and we don't know what to do. And uh, especially tragic if they're overseas. And so I drop everything and take care of that and make sure that they know exactly what to do. And I just really urge people to figure out this very thing now because kind of everyone knows what to do at home. You have a doctor, whether you're on prime or select or whatever it may be, you kind of understand that. But once you're a little bit further away, it gets more complicated and heaven forbid that you're overseas and now you don't even know what to do. So, uh, okay, so I'll start first of all with active duty. That is kind of a special case. With active duty, they really want you to get to an MTF if you possibly can. When I say possibly can, if it's an emergency, like you cracked your head or something, it should be getting there without delay, like as quick as an ambulance could get you there if it comes to that. So if it's harder than that, I would say forget about it. Get to an emergency room or call an ambulance and it'll all sort of later. Yeah, yeah. So for active duty, no matter what happens, it's going to be reimbursed and and they don't have to worry about it. Um, So secondly, an active duty family, for no one else under TRICARE, no one else has any obligation to get to an MTF at all. They can if they want to. Okay. Um, but there's no presumption that, that they're going to even try. I might not even actually discourage it. And here's the reason that more and more MTFs are being restrictive now on who they'll see. And this will be a shock, both to families who newly retired, who are used to walking into an MTF. And then the next day you walk in, we don't see retirees. Because that's happening more and more and more around the world. I will say that this generally is a local decision made by the base commander, the hospital commander, based on their capacity to serve because they're losing staff. They're being defunded. There's a very purposeful thing. You know, I'm not going to get political, but Congress is driving it very intentionally to bring down staff and reduce costs. So they're whittling down the population that they serve. So that's you know from active to retired status. But then the second one, you hit age 65. Let's say that they see you, but now you're 65. A lot of hospitals, uh, MTS won't see you anymore at that point either. And then some of them are even restrictive on family members. If you are not, if you're an active duty family member, 
but you're not in prime at that MTF, they may not see you. They will see you if you're at that MTF enrolled in prime. They are your PCM, the primary care manager, but otherwise you're at a different MTF or you're in select, they may not see you. <clears throat> Again, this is both stateside and overseas. It's all locally driven. Some hospitals, no problem. There's some MTFs, no problem. And some, it's a big problem. So that would have to be researched. So that's just kind of a background to your question, Steve. Beyond that, in an emergency, a genuine, you know, life or limb or eyesight kind of a thing, go to any emergency room and, and you'll be seen and TRICARE will cover it. If it's a lesser issue, um, you have a sustained high fever, you know, 103, or sprained ankle, you can't walk. It's the kind of thing you may not call it an emergency, but can cause, can lead to other ongoing health issues if not treated promptly. Uh, you can go to an urgent care center. Mm -hmm. That's what we do here in Hawaii. Like more than seeing my doctor, we found two urgent care centers because there's never a wait. At most, one person ahead of me and I walk in, normally pay them $30 and I'm gone. And they submit the claim. That's a really great benefit. And if you haven't been to an urgent care center in a number of years, my experience is they've come a long way. I used to see them kind of a shady, scammy thing. I don't see that anymore. They provide actually very valuable service and TRICARE covers it. If it's a routine matter, you know, you want your physical, you want your hearing checked or whatever, I would say wait till you're back home. Now, if you're in prime, you must wait till you're back home because for routine care, you sure. need the referral from your primary care manager. If you go to routine care and you don't have that referral, uh, you're going to end up bearing at least 50% of that cost. It's something they call a point of service care, and it's very, very expensive. If you're in select, they don't have that rule. You can kind of get routine care anywhere. It gets complicated, so please bear with me. Uh, there are network providers and there are non-network providers. If you, if you visit a non-network provider and you're in select, you may end up having to pay about 25% of uh, the cost. Overseas, that's usually really cheap. I've gotten really good emergency room care overseas for like $100 and by 25%, you know, I pay them $25. But stateside, you're lucky to get out of an emergency room with like $1,500 or $3,000. You don't want to pay 25% of that. So if you can find a network provider, you'll have a flat rate fee and that's closer. Flat rate depends on you know, what you're being seen for, but anywhere from $30, $60, maybe the worst $90. It's way better than 25% of 3,000. Oh, yeah. yeah. So let me think here. So I've covered active duty, covered MTFs. So the two important things, are you seeing a network provider or a non-network? And there's one other aspect, because someone just got burned on this recently in our group, and we don't talk about it very much. There is a term called TRICARE authorized provider. Overseas, that just means any doctor or hospital that has a medical license, you know, they're licensed to practice medicine. That means you can kind of see any doctor you want overseas. It's very, very easy. Stateside, it has an added meaning. They're medically licensed and approved by TRICARE. And it's kind of hard to know. They don't have a sign at the door. You call them, you know, it's hard to get a straight answer. TRICARE has a search box on their homepage. You know, you click find a doctor at go to tricare.mil and find a provider. The search page doesn't work very good. Like I know I have TRICARE authorized providers all around me, but it comes up and doesn't find any of them. Uh, so we have a lady in our group fighting there right now. She thought she was with an authorized provider and she wasn't. And she's getting stuck with the entire bill. Oh my gosh. Very expensive. I'm talking well into five figures. So that's the minimum 
for an emergency, that won't matter. You go there and better that you call TRICARE, tell them you're at ER if you're able to do that. And they can contact this hospital, whether they are network or non-network and arrange direct payment. You know, because if you're really hurt, you know, you're talking 10, 20, 30,000, you don't know what it's going to be. Yeah. And so TRICARE can arrange direct payment in the United States, even with non-network hospitals. You do want to make sure you're seeing a TRICARE authorized provider. And I don't know any who aren't authorized, but they are out there. And, and that's the one thing you're going to have to watch out for. Good to know. So if it's an emergency, overall, you're okay. But if yeah. it's anything but that, you need to do some homework. Do some homework. Yeah. Let me do uh, one bit of promotion. One of the greatest services that I've seen, and I don't know how well this known this is, it is the MHS. MHS is the military health system. They are the branch of the military that's above TRICARE. Right? So MHS runs TRICARE, military health system. There's a, a website called MH Nurse Advice Line. And you call them and you speak to a registered nurse who works for the military health system meaning they know everything about TRICARE, all of the plans, all of the beneficiaries, and all of the benefits. They are really, really good. And this includes both overseas and in the U.S. So that's who I would call in a pinch. Uh, you can call them. You can do online chat. You can video chat or text chat. It may take a couple of minutes to connect. They got to verify your eligibility with a number on the back of your ID card and all that. So you don't want to do this as you're bleeding out on the street, you know. But if you have time to call and ask, like, let's say, I don't know, is this urgent care or is this an emergency room thing? I don't really know. You call them and they'll say, that's an emergency. Get yourself to an emergency room. And they can even recommend to you where you ought to go. They may be able to pre-coordinate with a, a military treatment facility and get all the Greases, skids greased for you, uh, but they're really good. So the MHS, MHS nurse hotline is a resource that everyone should know about. I had no idea. That's a really good tip. Thank yeah. you. I mentioned them like 20 times in my book. I've got a whole section about it because they're not widely known. And I've used them from Bangkok. I thought I, I was exposed to COVID. I was having the symptoms. I, what do I do? What do I do? And they worked it all out. And, and I ended up knew where to go. I didn't get COVID, thankfully. But they sent me to a clinic in Bangkok. Uh, let me point out one thing, by the way. International SOS. They are a private firm, but they are the contractor that runs TRICARE overseas. Okay, well, ISOS, as I call them for short, International SOS, they existed before TRICARE. They just, you know, they bid on the contract and they won. But what they do, even when they're not doing TRICARE, is they consult with multinational corporations on providing health care to their employees all over the world. So they specialize this. They've been doing it for decades. And they won the contract to manage TRICARE overseas. So they were already really, really good at this before they even started doing TRICARE. So if you call uh, International SOS while you're overseas, uh, they have local call centers in UK and, uh, uh, and Singapore, a few other locations. They're open 24 hours, Monday to Friday, in these overseas sites. Uh, they are very, very good at finding the help that you need because that's all they ever do. And then the MHS Nurse Hotline, they're open 24 hours every day of the week, and, and they'll help you out as well. So really great resources. Those are fantastic resources. Thank you for mentioning those. I think we we will try to make sure those go into the description also <laughs> so that somebody listening can just click over and, and grab those really fast. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Thank you, Steve. Just finished writing them down. <laughs> there you go. I mean, I'd never heard of either one of those. Yeah. yeah. 
after after 30 plus years of affiliation yeah. with mm-hmm. Department of Defense. I've never heard of either one yeah. of those two things. So mm-hmm. that might have been that's worth your price of admission right there, folks. Sure. Our Absolutely. <laughs> you know, on the back of your ID card, there's a DBN, the D- defense benefits number. That's your gateway to all your military benefits. And so when you call the MHS nurse hotline or you log in their website, they ask you for the DBN. You must have that. And then you work your way into the system. I did a, uh, a text chat with them. I just preferred that. And they were actually, I wanted to talk, but it was hard to call from overseas. So I did the text chat. I said, I preferred that you call. And so they called me to my Thai cell phone. Wow. They picked up the charge and called me. That's so great. that was like, wow, who does that? <laughs> um, so I've been very, very impressed ever since I've dealt with them. This is great. That is cool. Good deal. I like that. I know. Okay. So as we prepare to wind up, we've really saturated folks with great information, but let's ask for one more item. Uh, and it's it's our typical closing question next to last question. The last one will be where can people find you? Right. <laughs> but the one that always precedes that is, could you offer one last piece of advice, something that might be your favorite tip or trick or whatever it might be, whether it's from your personal life and experiences or from your professional expertise, something that would be a a quick win for the families who are listening today, something that they could implement fairly easily. Well, I'll tell you, you've hit a lot of my favorites right here. You know, my little tagline that TRICARE is not hard to use. It's just hard to learn to use. I've probably worked against that during this call because I've made it sound complicated, but once you whittle it down, you know, it's not that hard. But one thing we haven't talked about, and uh, it has helped so many people, TRICARE has very, very comprehensive mental health care services available to everybody. And I use this myself in Thailand. I found an American doctor who was licensed in Thailand. You don't have to see an American doctor, but I just preferred it. And I was just having issues with stress, you know, this type A personality coming out of the military and uh, bringing stress home with me all the time. And uh, and I and I connected with that. They pay 25% because he's a non-network provider. But in Thailand, you know, his hourly rate is $120. So it would cost me $30 per session for my 25% share. But so much is covered uh, under mental health services. The, in particular, by the way, they do offer full spectrum autism services of broad nature. I'm not qualified to talk about it, but it's there, ADHD and so forth, but also stress-related things. And unlike VA, they do not have to be connected to any military health service. This is just part of a healthcare plan. Mm-hmm. So that's that's all out there. Um, so I would really avail people. I found the people of my generation, it's really hard to talk about this, to admit that either you're in need of mental health care or that you're actually receiving it. So it took me a while to get to where I can talk about this openly and publicly, but I do it now uh, because I think others would benefit from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find that the younger generation, it's almost taken for granted, like everyone's in therapy and they, they talk about it, but it's kind of a generational thing. So that's out there and it's a great resource. So that's maybe just the last thing that I'll leave you with. I think that's such an important point, and I'm so glad you brought it up because I continue to hear over and over and over again, countless number of times, how many people after COVID and the two years of just so much strange, 
I don't know, it's just been so abnormal for people Mm -hmm. that they are identifying higher levels of anxiety, greater numbers of people with depression, and especially to looking at our population of active duty and veterans. Mm -hmm. This is so crucial that they understand that this is accessible. There's not a stigma anymore attached to it. Everyone just really wants each other to be well. So I'm really thankful you brought that up. Yeah, that's wonderful. Thank you for those comments. Yeah, that's actually a, a really great one to close with. Absolutely. Um, but we're not going to close with that one. No. We're going to almost <laughs> close with that one. Uh, what we always do close with is wanting to hear from you. Where can people find you? Yes. Like online and uh, various places like that. Tell them where they can find the book again, that, those yeah. sorts of things. Well, I'll make it simple. First of all, the, the book is on Amazon right now. It's both a paperback and ebook. Um, the ebook you download to Kindle, where you have it on your iPhone or iPad or Android device or an actual Kindle tablet that you buy. And the great thing about the ebook, by the way, is uh, every topic in the book, every topic, I link it back to the actual government source material that talks about this stuff. So you don't have to take my word for it, right. but the link is there where I found the information. And in the ebook, all of those links are live, right? You tap on it on your iPhone and boom, you're at the government site. And then back to the ebook for more reading. You know, the, the paperback is wonderful, and I prefer reading this material by paperback, but you got to type the link in yourself if you want to visit it. I find it hard. People have a hard time searching in Facebook to find my Facebook page. So I have a, uh, an author's page that I stood up just to make it easier, and it is thetricareguy.com. You'll put it in, in notes for this podcast. But just type thetricareguy.com. And then it has links to my Facebook uh, page, which is uh, TRICARE Around the World. I'll mention I got four spinoffs from that. There's TRICARE in Germany, which has a huge military population, active, retiree, contractors, uh, foreign-born spouse. Uh, they have a lot of access to MTFs there. So it's a very special community. There's TRICARE in Thailand, which is where I was at the time. This is mostly retirees who have retired locally and mostly most of them married to a Thai woman. TRICARE in the Philippines. I didn't mention the Philippines has all its own special rules. It's the only part of the world carved out where TRICARE is handled differently. And so this group is dedicated to dealing with that. This is a large population of Filipinos recruited from the Philippines and have retired and returned to their homeland, uh, but some American-born who have married a, t- a Philippine lady and have retired there. And then finally, I, a newer one, which is TRICARE for new moms and moms-to-be. And this is just growing. We've only got like 40 or 50 members there. The others are thousands, right? But uh, this newest group, uh, because the needs of uh, women going through pregnancy and delivery and newborn care is very specialized. So we have a group there. So if you go to the tricareguide.com, you'll find links to all of these. If you go to Amazon and just type Tricare Around the World or type in my name as the author, and then that book will pop right up. Okay. That's great. Awesome. That's amazing. I hope everyone has brought a notebook to this episode. And if they didn't, when they get home safely, if they're driving, they pull out a notebook and write this down because this would have simplified our journey significantly. Just this episode alone would have saved me countless hours of research. So John, thank you for all of this. It's a pleasure, uh, Katie and Steve. Thank you so much for your time. Indeed. Thanks, sir. Thanks for listening and spending time with us today. If you know anyone who could benefit from this podcast, we would be honored if you would share it. Please rate, review, subscribe, and download. 
head over to podcast.familysuccesssecrets.com to have a top-rated family success secret sent straight to your inbox. We look forward to spending time with you again next week during our next episode. See you then. Bye, everyone.